fine glass vase goes from treasure to trash the moment it is broken. Fortunately, something else happens to you and me. Pick up your pieces, then help me gather mine. Vera Nazarian Bending Not Breaking, The Dragon Prince Edition Book 2, Episode 3, Smoke and Mirrors everybody welcome back this is your host ben pruitt with the dragon prince edition and i am so excited that we are all here together again a new week a new day listening about the dragon prince and i just i'm grateful for you i'm thanking everyone who has given us a a review who has supported us on patreon who has told a friend about the podcast we are truly grateful for you but also we're grateful for our listeners who you know, just listen to it every day and give us that opportunity to, to be a part of your life and your growth uh, through Avatar and the Dragon Prince and wherever else we may go or not go, depending on how things go. Anyway, <laughs> that kind of brings us to the fact that we are we are listener supported and from people like you. And we have a, a small group of patrons that uh, support us monthly. And you can do that as well if you if you feel so compelled by uh, finding us at bnb underscore pod on Patreon. And we're just grateful for, for any contribution uh, or a review if you are not able to help financially. So feel free to do any of those uh, or just listen in because you are not obligated to do any of those things. It's only if you feel compelled to do so to help us continue to do what we're doing. And I also want to just give everybody the opportunity to follow us on some social medias. We got some TikTok, we have BNB underscore pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Find us. And that kind of leads us to the fact that we are uh, so grateful to have had a volunteer social media coordinator for the past year through COVID, and they are transitioning into a new segment of their life. And I want to invite uh, you all to, if, if anyone is interested in helping us uh, facilitate learning over our social media and helping us um, continue to build and grow through those avenues, we would love to uh, have a volunteer support us in that role. So if financially you are unable to or uh, you've already given us a review and that's not something that you feel capable of doing again, then maybe you're interested in volunteering through a social media role. We would love to have you and we would love to, to meet you. So send us an email at gmail.com or send us a message on one of those social media platforms and we'll get back to you and, and enjoy learning more about each other so that we can determine if it's a good fit. But Feel free to let us know, and we'll be posting about it uh, here and there uh, until we fill the role. So thanks again for considering, or if you know someone who might be interested in buffing that resume, uh, supporting a, a podcast through social media, then send them our way as well. And that brings us to the bulk of our episode, which means we're about to dive into to the legit stuff. So thank you for being with us, and here we go. We're going to be talking about support today support is our lens and i'm really 
excited to talk about support because it's something I want more of. <laughs> and I, I hope that I can provide more of it as well. So like support is this idea where we are bearing all or part of the weight of something. Uh, we're holding something up or giving something assistance. And that is often financially, um, to, to enable to, to function or act is, again, these are the definitions that we can kind of lean on when we talk about support. And, you know, in previous episodes, I've discussed my desire to be this standalone complex, which is entirely self-sufficient and unneeding. Alas, <laughs> I have also learned to lean into the joy of community support where people come together to support one another and their needs. And I met a friend during COVID that taught me a really a great deal about support by, by modeling what it looks like to ask for help. And, you know, she injured herself and leaned on her friends and family and leaned on academic institutions. And she had to fight for support from classes to, to give her what she needed in terms of uh, accommodations that would suit her injury. And thankfully, she had friends and family in, on her team, and she was provided with meal trains, baked goods, financial support, simply because she asked for it. And, you know, that being said, not everyone has done such a good job of laying the foundation of love and kindness like she has. She has supported others around her as well, and I was one such benefactor. You know, during this past semester, when all of the mental things were breaking within me, <laughs> she noticed and she checked in on me pretty much weekly and randomly Venmoed me some money to spend on something that would bring me joy. And so when she asked for help, not to me directly, but just to her community, I was so eager to return that kindness. And I, f I find that in my closest relationships, I have a bad habit, a really nasty habit of, of like keeping score. And so like, well, I've supported you more than you've supported me. And therefore I care more than you. And, you know, caring about other people sucks. And I don't like, want to be in a relationship. And that's the story I tell myself that is, it's so wrong. It's so inherently unhelpful. And, you know, the, the community support I have learned really I've learned about has allowed me to, to check that story and has allowed me to see that story differently and to, to drop this idea of scorekeeping in my relationships. And I, when I'm at my worst, I still do it, but I, I'm really struggling and working on not doing it. And, and I really have my friends and my support group and my family, but also I have Things like the Dragon Prince and Avatar The Last Bender, Airbender, and all of my favorite fiction novels and all of these things to help teach me about that as well. And so my hope is that as we dive into this episode of The Dragon Prince that we can learn more about support together. But first, naturally, we have to recap the episode. And so I'm going to do my best and away we go. 
So Viren gazes into a spooky mirror cave, and then, you know, Callum tries to tell Ezrin about Dad, and then Soren is defensive of Claudia because he thinks Callum tried to do something, you know, not great. And then Ezrin has a taffy hippo dream, and then Callum has the talk with Ez, but it's not really the talk. Anyway, Ezrin finishes the story with his struggles about training Zim and channels Harrow, and then it's really sad, and then Viren naps but sees the starry elf person, and then Soren gets instant karma with the moon moths in the face for lying again, and Callum gives, or Claudia gives Callum a letter and then offers to go with them, and then Rayla's like, no, 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 I don't believe you, and then asks Luzange for help, setting an illusion trap, and then Sword and Claudia fall for the trick, and then Corvus helps Dragon escape on Phoebe, and then Viren watches Days of Our Lives, Erebos Edition. <laughs> I'm gonna try and be gracious and say that, you know, that was a really good job. I did great. I, uh, I nailed it. Um, and that's your 30-second recap. If there are some things that you could imagine doing better with the 30-second recap, or <coughs> recap in general, we would love to hear it. So go ahead and send us a voicemail of you recapping an episode, maybe an episode we haven't done, and we can fit that in, and maybe I won't have to do it. Instead, you can do it. Or maybe we can do it together. I'll do it. Anyway, thearcofe at gmail.com is a great place to send that as an option. Okay, 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 okay. It is time for our top five, top five moments of support in the episode. And, you know, there are lots of beautiful moments of support in this one. So I, I want to start with something that was a, a theme throughout rather than any one particular moment. And that's this idea of supporting others through physical touch, which, frankly, during this past year of the pandemic has been drastically limited. And I just have a new lens as I watch this episode of support and I see the amount of, I see all the hugs. I see all the, the reaching out and touching the shoulder of, and I just, I long for that. And it's beautiful to have that sort of touch where it's really intimate, you know, to, to be, in the physical presence of someone else when you are in need of that emotional support and how that physical touch translates so well. And we see it several times with Callum and Ezrin giving them, giving each other hugs. We see it with Callum and Rayla uh, throughout the episode. There's just a lot of touches. And then at the end, when they're flying away after Soren and Claudia have essentially betrayed Callum, and the, gag, the whole dragging, really, that, again, Rayla is so attuned that she reaches out and touches Callum on the shoulder and helps him kind of lean into those feelings through her support. And it's just really beautiful to think about how just a touch can mean so much. I didn't mean to rhyme there, but I did. You know, it is what it is. Poet, and I didn't know it. And <laughs> we... I, I wonder what that's going to translate into as we start to, I want, I think we've been in a touch deficit really through the pandemic. And, and I say we collectively, I don't think it's just me. I think that we collectively have been in this touch deficit. And I don't think everyone, but I, I think those of us who have been living alone or with someone we're not close with or not having a, a, a large pod of people that are, um, safe to be around, I just think that we have an opportunity to start to think about what that physical touch might look like as we move forward, uh, and how do we get it, and where can we get it safely, and who are the people that we can 
start reaching out to for hugs um, because we get lots and lots of good endorphins from from hugging people, and I recommend it. Hugging's great. Hugging's great. Those of us who are not physical touch people, I understand that this conversation might not be for everyone, but I think that there's an element of physical touch that many, many people do truly treasure and frankly live off of. So while this may not be for everyone, I do think physical touch can be uh, a major player in terms of support. Okay, my, my second thing is is about Lujane, and she doesn't know how she can support Rayla. Rayla comes to her and says, hey, I need your help. Uh, well, she doesn't say it quite so that nicely. In fact, she interrupts that whole meditation session with some clangy clang. But she does say, hey, well, I, I tried to help you. This is all I have to offer. And I think this is kind of underscoring the importance of being in conversation around support, right? It's it's not providing what you think someone needs. It is asking people what they need and then providing. And I think Rayla does a good job modeling saying, hey, no, those are all things, those are everything that you offered is great, but I really need this. And then Lujane follows through and, and gives that and says, hey, I can help you. And I think that's really beautiful when, when people offer support with out having been asked, that is that is amazing, but it's also really integral to our success when people are able to listen to what people need and provide the support that people need and that they are asking for. And so I think that's just a really beautiful moment and example of this. My third is kind of, I guess, preemptive of this. The fact that you know, Claudia has been trying to get everybody to go back to, to Catullus, and Soren has too, but, you know, that's not working. <laughs> and so Claudia starts, it feels like her returning this letter is again, I, I struggle seeing her as being, doing this out of the kindness of her heart, but I also totally would believe it if if we found confirmation of this because I just see her offering this and then offering to go with them knowing that she's going to trick them saying, hey, let me nurture this trust a little bit more and it's only Rayla that sees this offer of support as a trap and it's because she's been right all along but it's one of those things where she's only had confirmation of the things that she has suspected from Soren, from Claudia, and then that's why she goes to Lujane and asks for this help setting this trap. And she sees this support as a trap, so she wants to say, okay, let's just verify. Let's trust, but verify. And, you know, if Claudia and Soren hadn't gone for the, the kidnapping then I'm sure that they would all would have laughed and Rayla would have eaten her words, but she didn't. And so there's this idea of trust but verify that is really interesting that I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that kind of plays around with support. Like, I want to support you and I'm going to continue to support you because I trust you, but I'm also going to verify, right? And I don't think it's... I think that's something that we're compelled to do and that we have a responsibility to do, especially when people's safety is on the line. Um, something worth thinking about. Uh, 
Okay, uh, number four, number four. So I really just found, again, every time Ezrin wakes up in dreams and just talks about this dream, I'm just so enraptured because it's just so wonderful. And Ezrin wakes up and has this hippotaphy dream and is just so caught up in it. And I love that Callum doesn't diminish this dream. He just kind of sidesteps and say, let's go on a walk, right? He listens and then let's go on a walk. And I just find that to be a really beautiful way to support Ezrin's childhood, right? And I, I feel like often we try to take that away from people too soon. And I wonder if that's what Callum is so scared to do is to take away Ezrin's happiness by sharing the truth here. And it's the same experience that Rayla was having, right? It's doesn't want to take away the happiness by, by sharing something so hurtful. And as, you know, Callum goes and takes Ezrin on this walk, which sounds awfully like the talk, it's really interesting because Ezrin takes it a completely different direction than he imagines, than Callum imagines, by voicing aloud the burden he feels having to teach Zim and train Zim. And, you know, Callum is just a, a voice of support here. You have me, you have Rayla, you have Bait, you have Zim, you have Lujane, just like goes off and on and on about how he is so supportive and has people in his corner. And I just, I love that Callum, one, is again modeling just beautiful brotherhood here, but also I think it's just beautiful that he's giving him this space to to be. So I just, I, I just wanted to lift that up and it's acknowledge the, the support that that, were, that kind of entails within that. Okay, finally, my fifth moment is that of Corvus. So Corvus supports the dragon by breaking Claudia's spell. And it's really interesting because who is he allegiant to? Who who does he... Where does the allegiance fall? And we know, that, based off his actions, that his allegiance is to the boys, right? It's to Amaya. It's to Catullus, not to Viren, Claudia, and Soren's concept of Catullus, right? And we need people in our corner supporting us all around us in order to succeed right it's i think that's where this this idea of like the meritocracy comes from it's like oh i did it all on my own i got i did it it was me when really like we we fail to acknowledge the forms of support where people like corvus come in on the tail end and save our butts from getting captured and (laughs) and we fail to acknowledge these these little moments and I just want to acknowledge Corvus for supporting them by by breaking Claudia's spell here and putting himself in harm's way to ensure the princes are are safe. And I think that's really beautiful. And I don't want to, you know, counsel anyone to put themselves in harm's way for the sake of another. But I also want to say that it's something that I, th- I think we all have to learn how to let go of our own safety sometimes in order to be supportive and it's just how do we choose how do we identify when it's okay when it's not okay where's the line when is it appropriate to do so and i think that's what makes everything so gray rather than black and white you know so yeah those are our five moments five moments of wonder around support thank you for listening right now what we're going to do is we're going to take a short musical interlude 
and then we are going to come back with our lens MVP and our moment of gratitude. But thank you for joining us for this so far, and we'll uh, be back in earbuds shortly. for our Lens MVP. Here we go. So again, Lens MVP, this is the person who just gets the award for most of the lens, right? And my nomination this week is for Rayla in terms of support. And again, I'm just leaning into these moments of physical touch from her, but not just that. It's also all of her body language. It's the tone of her voice. It's like just everything about her just shows how much she cares with a look. And it's those looks that make such a big difference when I think about support. And I just, I want a friend like Rayla in my life. I want I want her to be my Biffle. And um, if you have a friend like Rayla, I'm just, I'm so joyful that you get to experience that because, you know, Callum and Ezra are, are very lucky. And I think Rayla is just, just a, a special person. So thanks to Rayla for, you know, just clearly winning this award this week. Uh, I don't know who else someone is going to nominate and whether it'll be better, but if they do, I'll put up a poll. But I just, I can't imagine someone beating out Rayla here. Anyway, (laughs) if you would like to nominate someone, we'd love to hear about it. Um, Send us a voicemail. Follow us on BNB underscore pod or tweet tweet at us, BNB underscore pod. Um, and give us a little explanation about why you think someone else might be it, or whether you think Rayla should get it for another reason. Love to hear your ideas. And that brings us to our final segment, which is gratitude. And gratitude this week, I have not talked about Ellis all episode, but Ellis is awesome. (laughs) Like, she helps out the dragging. She cares, clearly cares so much about them. And in Soren's anger, he tries to attack her, this child. And she is just like laughing and lighthearted and positive, despite the fact that she almost dies. I just, I, I also love the don't you forget about me. Right? Don't you forget about me. Don't, 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 don't. And it's just like, oh my goodness. I, I really love Ellis as a character and she just cares about everyone and I'm glad that she got to be a part of their lives and I think that they learned from her and they learned about what it looks like to be joyful in the midst of struggle uh, especially with Ava as well so I'm, I'm just grateful for for the pair of Ellis and Ava and I'm curious about who you're grateful for who are you grateful for tell us about a character that you're grateful for and Send us a voicemail at thearcofee at gmail.com. We'd love to hear about it. Okay, remember you can find us on all the social medias at bnb underscore pod. You can support us on Patreon at the same handle. 
Uh, lots and lots of fun extras. We got bonus episodes. We have early episodes most of the time. And uh, live episodes once a month as well. Uh, those have been a real treat to get to know some of uh, the people who are supporting us and talk, talk to them on a monthly basis. That's been a blast. So thank you to the Ark of E. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to Alex Mayfield, Noah Blanchard, and Max Gongaware. We are grateful for your service. And until next time, be well and do good.